Up next on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show, we have a special guest with us today, Rudy Wolfs. He's going to be talking about estate planning. He's an estate planning specialist, so stay tuned. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Welcome to the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. Uh, this is Brooklyn Chandler Willie, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory. We're doing things a little bit different today. Shake it up. Not the same old show. I actually am going to host the show today, and I have a special guest with us, Mr. Rudy Wolfs, and he is an estate planning specialist. And as many of our listeners know and our um, our clients that have listened to us or listen to us each week, we offer estate planning um, document preparation within our, our firm because as a registered investment advisory firm, um, we aren't just focused on the investment consulting. We're looking at um, the holistic picture, comprehensive. Uh, we're doing the tax planning, tax preparation, as well as estate planning. So I have with us today Mr. Ru- Rudy Wolves, and he's going to kind of go into a little bit more of the weeds behind estate planning, the importance of it, um, you know, but all we should have, not have, all that good stuff. So welcome, Rudy. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, great, great to uh, to join you. It's uh, pretty exciting to, to, to share this uh, important information. Be on the airwaves of South Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyhow, uh, so you work with a um, software system that creates the estate planning documents that financial advisors can use for their um, their clients. But kind of give us a little bit of a history backdrop of that, how this all came to be. Sure. Well, it's it's an amazing evolution uh, in the industry. You can you've seen this happen in other areas like uh, filling out taxes and uh, doing your mortgage online and. You know, one of the areas that has uh, lagged for a long time is is the estate planning space, where you, you know, determine what your legacy is going to be, and you know how things are distributed, and who's in charge, and and uh, there's just so much opportunity here to to help Americans uh, go from from where they are today to uh, to actually you know being ahead and, and managing their legacy. Sixty seven percent of of Americans don't have a will today, mm. and so there's such a uh, um, an opportunity to help help people uh, get there. We um, we saw this opportunity and 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 kind of merged together, uh, kind of modern technology, artificial intelligence, and uh, and automation to help consumers get from asking some very basic questions uh, along with their advisor and teaming up to uh, to actually uh, walk them through a journey where they and it's not a long journey; it's a pretty short journey, but basically it's a journey to get them to. Um, surface all the things that are important in their estate plan and things they want to achieve with their legacy and how they want to um, pass things on to their to their uh, to their heir, heirs and potentially protect them from things that may not go with that, go very well. So um, uh, we put together the technology and the process and and we team up with uh, with advisors to make this really um, a really accessible uh, platform that uh, that can help help uh, everyday Americans to. Uh, to get their their legacy in order. Right, and I think that a lot of people are intimidated. They think it's, um, you know, it's such a final act that they have to create their will or their power attorneys, that there's an emotional component to it. 
Um, but I, you and I both know when, when those documents are in place, once we get through that process and you guys have made it so uh, simple for us to use this for our clients, it's not painful, right? That you're not having to fill out pages of an intake, but um, we are, again, we know our clients and we know what they need. So we're able to customize their estate planning documents for their needs. It's not just hundred percent cookie cutter, um, fill in the blank, but that feeling of once you get it in place of the kind of the relief that it's done, um, and hopefully you never have to do it again, but it's not as painful as the, the old school way of doing things. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely way more straightforward than than any other process you, some of your clients or or, or uh, listeners have gone through. Um, it's it's also designed to kind of flow you through this process that only asks the questions that make sense based on the, your prior answers. So, um, ensuring that you're not kind of going through that really long uh, uh, you know questionnaire that uh, is is never ending. Um, you point you pointed out that important aspect of peace of mind. You know, knowing that this thing gets done, it's it's estate planning is these is, is you know getting your will, your trust, your your power of attorneys done, is is so um, you know so critical to to having a piece of, a peace of mind as far as how your, your things will will operate upon your, your your passing, but also some of those documents pertain to things that happen while you're alive and possibly incapacitated, or if you're um, you know, traveling abroad for a long period of time, your power of attorney has a very, you know, it's a very powerful instrument to allow things to keep, keep operating. Um, and I'll say the one final thing on the, on, on kind of the relief or the peace of mind people get when they, when they complete their documents. If you've built a system and built a process uh, that, that, uh, that your team has put together um, to allow for clients to easily update things, even if they've made it, you know, they, you know life changes, right? So you know, there's lots of things in, the, in, in your life that make, uh, that might, might result in a change in your estate plan. Um, being able to just with a few clicks, make a change, update, resign. Um, I think that takes away a lot of the stress of that finality of, of, mm -hmm. of, of creating your documents. And so um, that's important too. So just get, you know, having an estate plan is way better than wishing you had one. Right, because in the state of Texas, if you don't have one, the state has one for you, and it may not exactly be the way you want things to go. Um, it also, you know, if you're in an incapacitated state and you don't have a power of attorney in place, uh, I mean, obviously, it, it creates a, a lot of stress on your family to try and make decisions or have permission to speak to financial institutions or your doctors. Um, and it, it just creates unnecessary stress in already a stressful time. Now, granted, you're, you know, you're not experiencing it. If you're incapacitated, you don't know, but <laughs> um, your, your family's not going to be, uh, you know, they're going to have a tough time with it. So, um, so if you're just now tuning in, this is the, this is the Texas Financial Advisory Show. I'm doing things a little different today. This is Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I am hosting this today, and I have a special guest with us, Mr. Rudy Wolfs, who is an estate planning specialist that we work with at our firm here at Texas Financial Advisory to put together uh, clients' wills, power attorneys, trust, uh, those documents that they uh, that, that everyone needs, right? And, you know, we even see kids going to college that they need to have power of attorneys in place because they're adults. And if they uh, get in a car wreck and somebody needs to talk to the apartment complex, just all these things that uh, the barrier is there if you don't have that 
permission. So if you'd like your opportunity to sit down with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory, discuss your needs, figure out what documents that um, you need for your own particular situation, reach out to us. We've carved some time off the calendar because uh, I know this, this show is going to be very popular and that we're going to get a lot of calls of people inquiring about, you know, how do they get their documents in place. Uh, the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Of course, you can always visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, and schedule from there. Or you can simply text the word WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, to the same number for the show. Again, that is 844-832-7469. Up next on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show, we are going to talk through the important estate planning documents that you and your loved ones all need to have in place. Tune in. Welcome to the Texas Financial Advisory Show. If you're just now tuning in to our show, it is a little bit different of a format. Um, this is Brooklyn Chandler Willie, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory. And instead of being the expert on the show today, I have brought in an estate planning expert to talk through uh, the crucial estate planning documents that everyone needs. It's, it's not even about how much money you have. It's about uh, just really having your affairs in order. And so um, I have with us here today, Mr. Rudy Wolfs, and he is uh, a partner of ours that we work with in order to be able to put our clients' wills in place, their trusts, uh, their you know durable power of attorney, their healthcare power of attorney, and um, their living will, or now it's called the directive to physician. So welcome, Mr. Rudy Wolfs, and um, I'll toss this over to you, but kind of, Talk us through, you know, really, what's, why would someone need a trust over just a basic will? Great. Well, thanks. Thanks again for having me. Uh, the, you know, a will is, is critically important. It's, it's the thing that, uh, you know, gives everybody around you and, and, and the legal system the instructions of how you want your legacy to play, be played out. Um, critically important to have that. You know, in place and signed, and and for it to meet the objectives you you've uh, determined. Uh, on top of a will, you can kind of you can kind of get an upgrade in a sense by you know, if you're seeking to um, reduce the burden that your family and your heirs have upon your your passing. Having a will is is kind of step number one, but step number two is to actually start to move things out of your name and into the name of a living trust. And that would ultimately allow you to avoid what's called probate. And probate is, a, is typically ends up being a, both a, an expensive and time-consuming process, and it does require an attorney to be involved, and you get a book time with potentially with a, with a, with a court docket and um, set that all up to resolve your estate. If you've potentially set up what's called a living trust on top of your will or along with your will, uh, that document uh, allows you to transfer assets uh, or allows your, your heirs or the, your trustees, the people that you've assigned to manage your, 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 or resolve your estate, it allows them to actually resolve your estate without 
uh, court or, 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 or an attorney involvement. And that can speed things up, reduce uh, the costs. It can also um, increase privacy because, uh, as you know, um, will, uh, the actual will document itself is a, uh, becomes public, public record. Um, a trust document does not necessarily. And so all the details of who got what and when, um, those things can potentially not uh, be in the public record. And that's certainly a, uh, you know, some people uh, crave a lot of privacy. That uh, has a lot of value there, but it also has value in protecting your family. You obviously um, may not want the general public or those with uh, bad intent to, uh, to know that someone's just received something. And so uh, having a living trust is, is a, um, a really both uh, saves time in, in, in managing your, your estate, but it also uh, adds privacy. And the last thing I would say is that um, if you've got a business or something that's running uh, and needs constant attention, payroll to be run, uh, bills to be paid, all those things, you know, having a trustee have immediate access or immediate control of your estate and, and things that are titled in your trust uh, really ensures a, a smooth transition and a kind of mi no missed heartbeat uh, uh, as far as running the operations of, of, of your uh, of things that are, you know, is part of your state. So um, having those in the living trust is, is, is a, a, a great, great value. And um, I mean, I know you work with a lot of financial advisors across the United States, but something that I have seen more and more common are blended families, right? Um, people have been married previously and then now we have his, hers, our kids or his, her stuff, our stuff. And um, so if somebody is in, let's say they're in a second marriage or a third marriage, do they still do say like a mutually exclusive will, like the the old school way of saying, is it I love you, Will, right? I, I love you, mm -hmm. I die, it goes to you. If you die, it goes to me. And then after that, it goes to the kids. But um, should if someone's in, say, a second or third marriage, should they have wills like that? Or should they have it just more separate? Like, this is the Brooklyn Chandler Willie Trust, and this is, you know, my new spouse's trust. And I, I, I'm yeah. joking. My, my husband's not <laughs> listening to the show. I mean, right now. <laughs> I, it, it, I know you've not listened to my show, but I, I you know, I, I joke every so often about my husband and, 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 you know, again, he's in a totally different industry than me. So I can, I can make those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But That's great. Talk about blended marriages. Sure. Sure. Well, um, you know, certainly everyone has to you know, make their own decision as to what they, uh, how they want to handle those situations. Uh, but with the system like your team is uh, assembled here is, is you're able to kind of navigate some of those delicate situations where, um, you know, a couple got, come together, they're in love, but they, they have, you know, children from prior prior relationships. Um, the everyone ultimately produces their own documents and they actually they, they execute their own documents. But you can put in those documents the ability to both support and care for your 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 new spouse um, while ensuring that um, that they can't give away what you gave them, if you mm. pass away first, you can't. They can't give it away to to uh, maybe their next spouse. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, having something called a, uh, a spousal trust, or there's a variety of different you know uh, terms for for that. Uh, but basically, uh, you in the in, in the process that that your team goes through with with a client. Um, you can identify, hey, I want my assets to be supportive of my, my, my current spouse. 
However, uh, upon them, them passing, they can use the assets, but upon them passing, the money then goes to the people that I decide uh, before I died. And that you know, kind of protects the, the, the first generation uh, children from, from a prior relationship to ensure they get some portion of the estate at the, at the end. However, the, the, the new spouse still has access. And there are also even choices where you know, people are in their second, third marriage and everyone's got enough money for their own that you don't need to. You can actually say, hey, I wanna, I'm going to allow my, my new spouse to live in the house, but that's it. The rest of the money and everything else goes to my, my, my adult kids. And so there's a variety of ways to handle those situations. But um, this, it, you know, a system can walk you through uh, some ver a very logical set of selections and choices to to identify the things that are important to you and how who you want to make sure are taken care of in that scenario. Yeah, and again, I think that it's really uh, a value that that working with a, a wealth manager like Texas Financial Advisory that that we provide that partnership with you guys in order to you know obviously set up their beneficiaries correctly on their their documents. Right, that's one thing, and and really. That is a, a way to bypass probate in and of itself. But working with you guys in order to get these estate planning documents in place, if there is a need to somewhat control money from the grave or uh, oversee, you know, again, for minors or special needs, um, that we make sure that things are, are handled. And, and again, it goes back to that, that peace of mind. So, um, so let me ask you on the something that I, you know, on your power of attorneys that y'all uh, prepare for the, the clients, this is something that the old school power of attorneys or people that try and do their own online, they don't understand the electronic privileges with their power of attorneys. And when we talk about your durable power of attorney, or it, we're talking about kind of the financial power of attorney. So if you were in a coma or something to that effect that you were in an incapacitated state that you couldn't make decisions like filing your taxes or paying your bills. Um, I actually had a, a client that, you know, they're, she's a grown adult. I mean, she's in her fifties uh, and she and her sister are having to take care of their mom and they, the bank would not give them online access, even though they have power of attorney. And so they have to go because she's got this very old power of attorney. So yes, they're power of attorneys for her, but to get bills paid, to make withdrawals, they're having to go into the bank, which was a nightmare during COVID because they couldn't get in the bank. And so, um, you know, that's another I guess, evolution in the estate planning world that you guys are on top of that as the laws change around technology, that that marries into your power of attorney, right? Yeah, that's a great point. The, you know, the world is, uh, evolves and, and the, the uses of a power of attorney have obviously differed from, from 20 years ago when, when some, some were potentially made. So updating that document, that document probably, that and the health documents tend to, mm -hmm. tend to be the ones that have the most frequent changes across the states. And so um, definitely uh, you know, having the, the, the latest provisions in there to ensure they've got access, you know, even companies like Facebook and others where you need, might need to go or go to a digital company, they're looking for, um, you know, digital versions of these documents. They're looking for uh, some call out to giving uh, individuals access or, or rights to, 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 do, to have access to you know, private, private information. And so uh, that's all taken care of in, in the most recent uh, versions of, of power of attorney language and, and um, 
And, and so I think that's what what you're speaking to. Right. And what I like about your power attorneys is that you can specify like yes or no what someone has permission to do. I mean, if you want to give them blanket permission, that's great. But you can actually go through and say, no, I don't want them making decisions about this or that. Um, so it's just a really specific way of laying out that um, the durable power of attorney. But um, so if you're tuning in just now, this is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show, and we are uh, have a special guest with us, Mr. Rudy Wolves, and he is an estate planning specialist. And we are talking about estate planning. Uh, and if that's something that's kind of been in the your to-do list of getting together, getting your uh, will, your power attorneys, maybe a trust. Uh, getting that update, um, Rudy has created this system for our firm here at Texas Financial Advisory to really streamline that and um, you know make it make it easy, but also with an attention to details. So if you'd like that opportunity to sit down with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory uh, to discuss your estate planning needs, reach out to us at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TF. A show or visit the website texasfinancialadvisory.com. I actually have put a white paper on our website that you can uh, download about the, the just kind of the basics of estate planning. So, uh, again, that number is 844-832-7469. Up next, we're going to be talking through just more specific trusts, things like a pet trust and a special needs trust. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. I'm Brooklyn Chandler-Willie, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory, and we're doing things a little bit different this week. I actually have brought on a special guest, an estate planning specialist, Mr. Rudy Wolfs, and we work with his company uh, to put together the wills, power of attorneys, um, you know, trust documents, anything that our clients need to make sure that upon their demise or upon their illness that their family is not stuck in chaos, um, that they're able to kind of, um, you know, I tell people the last thing I want you worried about if you're sick or if you pass away or your family worry about is money or taking care of your business affairs. I would rather them be able to focus on grieving and, and um, you know, celebrating your life than being frustrated that they can't get access to the accounts, right? <laughs> so welcome, Rudy. And as I said before we left on our last break, um, you know, I think that one of the unique uh, options that, that you guys provide our firm is the opportunity to do some more specific trust, something like a pet trust, because we all know our Pets are near and dear to our hearts. Sometimes they are actually like your fur children. And um, I'm sure you've seen this before that uh, you know, a person passes away and there's still uh, the need to care for their, their pets. And, you know, the last thing we want to do is have that pet totally uprooted from the home or put somewhere that they're not uh, well cared for. So talk to us about your the, the pet trust. Because I, I get people ask me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fantastic. Yes. Um, thanks again for having me. Uh, 
the uh, you know one of the things with 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 uh, you run into in a situation with pets is uh, is that first of all kind of who's who who, who can care for the pet and who's kind of officially in charge and sometimes you've got your whole family's in in love with the dog but you've got to be clear as to who who's going to be in charge you don't want to create uh, some animosity or, or challenges uh, there so having clarity as to who, who's actually going to take care of the pet and, and be the caretaker and the uh, and, and manage the pet's um, you know, livelihood is, is, is certainly important. And that's part of the process of defining that in our system. And it, it puts it down on paper and it, it, it creates clarity. And we're um, also aspect, able to yeah, carve out like financials for them because pets can be expensive, right? Yeah, and that's a, that's an important uh, component as well. And that, um, you know, you want to, passing on, you want your pet to be cared for in, in a very loving environment. And... Um, and I'm sure the person you select is going to be thrilled and, and will take great care of your pet. However, um, you do not want them, you know, uh, worried about veterinary, veterinary bills, uh, the expensive cost of food, specialized food. And, and mm -hmm. if they want to go on vacation for two weeks, you know, the possibility of, a, of using a kennel, uh, grooming, all those things really add up if, uh, you know, to, to a certain point. And, and so um, one of the things that we've seen and, and used a lot in our system is for people to not only define who's going to be the caretaker, but also put some money aside dedicated money that gets utilized for those things for caring for the pet. And that just relieves the burden and allows the person that's been the caretaker to actually focus on loving your pet and not kind of how they're going to pay the bills with, with a, you know, some diagnosis of a, of, of an illness or, or the, the, you know, them wanting to go on a vacation and having to, to find someone else to, uh, to, to care for the pet. And so having the money set aside and we've got a very uh, sophisticated platform for that so you can define how much money, who's in charge, who's the backup of who's in charge. Uh, if the, the pet passes away before all the money is consumed, you can define the money, the, the remainder uh, residual can go to the individual that's the caretaker or it can go to the ASPCA or you can define how you, know, how you want those funds treated. But it's a really, it's an amazing gift to give your pet both clarity on, on who's in charge and also clarity and, and ensuring that they're that who's in charge is not uh, burdened with uh, with uh, uh, financial um, kind of concerns yeah. friction yeah right and then another kind of uh, not a trust that everybody needs is more like a, a special needs trust and I know I've seen that I mean most uh, again, Historically, that's been more for people that might have um, intellectual incapacities or, um, you know, just that even though they're an adult, they may need extra care or they qualify for, say, government assistance. And so if they were to inherit something, uh, it would make them no longer qualify for that government assistance because of the financial component. But go go a little bit into who would need a special needs trust or, or why someone would do that? You know, what, what are kind of the, I guess, the checkbox of why you would need a, a special needs trust? Well, you touched on it right, right uh, through that uh, conversation, and that is um, ultimately uh, when you're giving inheritance to someone, uh, a beneficiary, um, if they are dependent on government aid or, or government programs, most programs have a clawback uh, effect or, 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 or um, provision, which allows them to kind of pursue um, repayment or, or, or stop future, um, uh, future aid in the event of, of, of that heir receiving some, uh, some inheritance. 
And that's could be a, you know, that, that's a, that's a real, um, you know, impact to their lives if, if they can't uh, receive any inheritance or any um, uh, kind of amounts of money to, to support, you know, other things surrounding their lives. And so, uh, you know, being able to receive that gift in a way that doesn't disrupt, you know, the appropriate level of, of government support that they, they are receiving is, uh, is critically important. And so it's important that when you do your documents, if you know of someone, one of your uh, heirs is going, is, you know, likely to have or has um, uh, a lifetime of uh, reliance on those government services, mm -hmm. putting putting their inheritance in a special needs trust, which has been defined uh, around all, understands all of the kind of the rules surrounding it and how that how the clawbacks work and all those that uh, it, it still gives them uh, the support some of the support they need, but but it, it also doesn't disqualify from them from those uh, those services. So you can do what's called a testamentary or a sub trust. Um, with the inheritance to those individuals and ensure it goes in a way that doesn't um, uh, impact. And then another issue, yeah, another issue that we've seen quite often are um, folks that are worried about their adult children or children that uh, have substance abuse issues. You know, sadly, we have that quite often. Um, people that are, you know, have addiction issues and because of those addiction issues, they're not able to make responsible choices in their life. Um, and so, you know, y'all have created a way within your documents, go ahead and tell us kind of how a person could have peace of mind that if they were to pass, uh, that, you know, their, their hard earned money that they've worked for isn't going to be, you know, totally blown because someone has a, a drug or alcohol type addiction. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, great point, and and it's uh, you know, it's important. Inheritance is always a gift, and you're kind of giving the, you're gifting a legacy, and you're you're also trying to help. Uh, you know, everyone everyone wants the wants the next generation to uh, be better off than 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 we grew up in, and so mm -hmm. um, being able to shape the way in which uh, you, the inheritance is delivered. Uh, through time and through oversight by a trustee, um, are are key key components to this. And so, um, you know, we've got a whole variety of uh, um, choices that that your team and 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 and, and your clients would uh, would select or or potentially choose, and everything from distributing X amount per month until the the amount is exhausted, uh, doing it across certain ages. Um, having only trustee discretion, so your trustees that you name, your brother, your sister, or somebody that you trust to uh, to, to ensure the money gets distributed uh, at the right times, or to when that when the when the beneficiary is truly ready for it or is not going to abuse it, um, and so all those choices are, are are there. There's lots of other ones as well, but basically. Um, you know, having that ability for a trustee to be involved and and make decisions, and and you can give do what's called a side letter and give your trustee added information, added instructions of what kind of discretion to use and how to use that discretion, and that really ultimately uh, provides for a holistic solution to ensure um, they don't receive money at the wrong time in the wrong way that mm -hmm. doesn't help them but actually hurts them, because right. you can imagine the wrong you know. The wrong amount of money arriving at the wrong time to, the wrong, to an individual could potentially uh, damage them. And we 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 talk a lot about um, even young young children, people with minors. They don't realize they're you know their kids are going to get a lump sum at eighteen if they don't have this stuff written out properly. 
Yeah. And, and uh, you I, could really I, ruin. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I think that also something that uh, people, they, they, especially when you have young children, it's really hard to, to decide who's going to step into your shoes if something was to happen to you. Um, but what uh, is also available is you could have, say, someone that is a guardian of the the minor, but also you could have a separate person that's like guardian of the estate or the what the child is inheriting. So you have two people, or I guess you could have more than that. I would probably want to keep it to just two, um, that are kind of a checks and balance with each other so that, you know, like I, the way it's, that's how I've set it up for myself. If something was to happen to my husband and I, um, for my two young kids, you know, I have two sisters and one sister is going to be guardian of the person um, that would be actually raising my children. And then the other sister would be guardian of the estate. And that way, you know, again, not that I feel like they would do anything improper. And I, you know, right now I'm like tearing up just thinking like, oh, gosh, I would hate for like, like I mean, my kids need to live long, long, you know, I need to live, we need to all live a long time, but still need to have it in place, right? And because if I don't, then we've got a lot of problems and we've all learned, especially over the last two and a half years, the last thing we are is in control of, of things, right? So um, if you're just now tuning in, uh, this is the Texas Financial Advisory Show and I have a special guest with me. This is Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I have Mr. Rudy Wolfs with me. Today, he is an estate planning specialist and works with our team here at Texas Financial Advisory to help put together the documents for, um, he's created a system that we put together the documents that you all need, whether that's a basic will or a more comprehensive will or a trust, then of course your power of attorneys, uh, directed to physician, all that good stuff. So if that's something that has been on your your mind and your heart that you need to get in place, well, today's the day. Uh, reach out to us at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. You can also visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. We have carved out uh, a lot of hours on the calendar for our advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory uh, to take those calls or appointments. And of course, there is no cost for that initial consult uh, consultation. So. The time is now. Reach out to us, 844-832-7469. So as we continue talking about all the estate planning needs, we're also going to dive into estate taxes. Thank you for tuning in to the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. This is Brooklyn Chandler Willie, CEO of Texas Financial Advisory. And today I am playing host. I'm wearing the host hat and I have brought on a special guest with us, Mr. Rudy Wolfs. He's an estate planning specialist and he works with our team here at Texas Financial Advisory. Um, he's created a system and a program that uh, supplies our clients with uh, the adequate wills, power of attorneys, trusts, um, pet trusts, special needs trusts. And yes, I did say pet trusts. If you're just now tuning in, you'll have to go back and listen to the podcast to hear us talk about why your, your pets need a trust. Um, but something about the, those trusts, and this is, again, I've walked this path with clients getting the documents together, but as well as helping uh, trustees wrap up estates. And it is a lot of work and for the people that are doing this. And um, 
you know, majority of the time, at least the trustees that I've worked with, they are also a beneficiary of the estate, so they do get something from it. Some of those trustees, there's been a provision in there that they can get paid. Um, and then there's some that they, the provision's not in there that they can get paid. But, uh, you know, maybe speak to that, Rudy, just again, just to reiterate that it is a it's a lot of work for the trustee, right? And it could be years of being the trustee. Yes, great, great point. The the trustee, I mean, it depends, of course, on the, on the complexity of the plan. If you've got plans where you've got multiple um, minor children and you're spreading money across multiple dates and you've got different conditions on that, um, that makes more work for, for the advisor, uh, for the trustee. However, um, in, in the documents that we generate together, we, we, we um, we ensure that they've got the tools that they can, you're not expecting a brother or sister who you've named as a trustee to be a financial expert, a tax expert, a legal expert. Um, and, and so they, 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 you trust that they can do what's right. They can trust, they can follow the, 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 the very simple instructions that are, that are detailed in the, in the legal documents. Um, and we include some diagrams that, uh, that also help describe how things flow and where they flow and they can use that to communicate with others. Um, but ultimately, uh, they do have the, 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 the right to use some of the trust money to actually hire experts uh, at a reasonable price um, to, to assist them. And so they don't have to do this all alone. They can bring in uh, an expert when they're needed. Uh, they can leverage, like, you know, obviously a financial advisor to, to assist with investing the money while it's, you know, being waiting, while it's uh, being set aside and, and, and growing. Uh, so let's say you've helped, you're holding the money until the, your children are, are uh, half when they're 21 and half when they're 30. Um, you need, you need uh, someone like Texas, Texas Financial Advisory to actually um, kind of manage that money uh, ensuring that uh, that it both grows and, and, and is, um, is managed appropriately. Um, so they can utilize professionals to, to help get the job done, and that comes out of the fees of the, or really the, co the growth of the fund itself. Um, uh, they also have access to a, a reasonable compensation, and that is uh, uh, something that you can define in your side letter to uh, to, to to your uh, trustees. Um, the courts have come up with some pretty standard um, uh, expectations of, of what is a fair uh, compensation. Um, ultimately, the beneficiaries can can make sure that they stay accountable. They're accountable to that, but there are there, there's method there's methods for for uh, reasonable compensation, and there's um, there's a lot of precedent on what's not reasonable, and so that's that also gets dealt with uh, uh, very quickly. So um, the trustees and the executors can leverage uh, other talent, and 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 I think that's an important provision in the in the documents mm -hmm. uh, because you, you you want them to do things right. Yeah, most definitely, and then. I, you've mentioned it a couple of times and we do talk about it on the show, but uh, I think that people have got amnesia about uh, estate tax. And if something was, if they were to pass, like that their their money can be taxed because we've been living in this world where, you know, the exemption was so high for the estate, but that's not a forever thing. They're scheduled to sunset in just a couple of years, but um, kind of give us a, a little bit of history as well as, you know, what you think's things going to happen with the estate planning tax. So you're, you're right. There's certainly a lot of things happening in that space. And there's probably the two most um, common questions we get. One is the, what's the estate tax? Uh, what are the changes to that? going to How is that going to impact my, my, my estate? And the second is, um, 
the, the cost basis uh, question. And so let's deal with the first one. Um, yes, the, the estate tax uh, was, was uh, the exemption was raised to a very high limit and it really didn't affect most of you know, Main Street America. Um, that is coming down to 5 million per person uh, in 2026, there's also a CPI adjustment for that, so it'll be higher than five million, but it's going to be a uh, a number from there. And if you look at someone's you know wealth today with inflation and insurance policies and all those things in the future, you know a lot of people are going to be kind of in that zip code. And so anything above that is is going to be uh, subject to the estate tax, which is uh, a fairly high number at the moment. Um, and and so there's there's an opportunity for for for, uh, for for you certainly to kind of take some some strategies to 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 minimize that. And one of them is to to maximize your annual uh, contribution. So everybody has an annual exemption that doesn't count towards your your uh, your lifetime, which which you know is calculated when you when you pass away. And so right in 2023, you can you can give away seventeen thousand dollars per person. Uh, and uh, and that's not counted towards your five million plus CPI. And, so like a um, and so like a husband and well, let me just because this is something people don't yeah. realize. Like a husband and a wife, they can each give seventeen thousand to their their daughter or their son or their grandchild. So it's um, it's not necessarily a household exemption, right? A lot of people don't understand that because they think, well, I file taxes together; it's joint. But each person has the ability. So, you know, if somebody would like to gift me seventeen thousand, I will be happy to take it from numerous. <laughs> yeah, feel feel yes, free. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, it's a that's a great point. And and again, you so, you remember the time where where people were facing estate taxes, and so here you've worked really hard your whole life. You're leaving behind this legacy to your your loved ones and you're losing, I mean, depending on where you live, because some states have state tax also, um, you know, there was, it was quite possible you could lose, lose up to 72% of your, um, and then that, that just shows you that the, actually the IRS are, they, that it's a possibility they can inherit more than your loved ones, you know? So I think that yeah. that's another yeah. part of not just doing the documents, but having the, the relationship with our firm here at Texas Financial Advisory, we're looking at it comprehensively to figure out how do we make sure, you know, yes, we need the documents, but what else do we need to make sure everything flows the way the way you want it to in the most tax efficient manner. This is Brooklyn Chandler Willie at the Texas Financial Advisory Show, and and again each week we we talk a little bit more about more I guess retirement needs and people preparing for retirement, and one of the things that no matter whether you are preparing for retirement, already retired, you need these estate planning documents in place, as well as it needs to marry together with your investment um, investment strategies and tax strategies as well. So uh, here at Texas Financial Advisory, we work with Rudy Wolf's team. Um, he is an estate planning specialist, and he assists us to make sure we can get the adequate um, documents and he has made it in a very you know i've been doing this for 15 years Rudy, and i have seen a lot of different programs and this is the most um, efficient program that we're able to do it literally it was at one point in time we would have like four meetings to get 
documents in place and the way you set up your system, you know, we can pretty much get it done within an hour, hour and a half of, of um, working with the client to determine, you know, what do they need? And then they've got this peace of mind that it's done, but it also is easy to change if there is a change or if somebody makes you mad at, at Christmas and you want to... <laughs> You want to make a lot of change, but um, thank you for being our guest today on the Texas Financial Advisory Show. I, I know our, our phone's going to ring off the hook because people realize they need to get this in place, that they've been dragging their feet, and now here's the opportunity. So if you'd like that uh, chance, again, there is no cost to have a consultation with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. Reach out. Uh, the number is 844-832-7469, or you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com, and schedule from there. Thank you, Rudy, and I'm looking forward to continuing to work with your team. Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.